Hi, this is Tia Sirkar. I play Sabine Wren on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. Of course, it ends where it begins. A desert planet with twin suns. Hey, my name is Taylor Gray, and I play Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Twin Suns Transmission. Here's where the fun begins. Let's make this a bit more interesting. You've taken your first step into a larger world. The garbage will do! Nothing will stand in our way. May the force be with us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my very special Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening weekend special show here that we have at Twin Suns Outpost, and I I have to say, I am extremely, extremely impressed. I'm literally walking around Black Spire Outpost on Batu as we speak, and uh, I think this show is just going to be sort of like a compilation of... Uh, me walking around on different days and uh, explaining a little bit about what's going on here at Black Spire Outpost. So, first off, my day, um, it was started off pretty crazy actually. The park was originally supposed to open at 6 a.m. and uh, it was said by multiple people that at 4 a.m. that's when the parking lot at Disney's Hollywood Studios would open and that's when they would begin to allow people into at least to queue up. So unfortunately, well I guess fortunately for me, uh, I was prepared for the most part and was at the park prior to 4 a.m. and there was already a line. So uh, I think everything kind of went down the tubes and now everything uh, pretty much just opened early. I believe we were inside Galaxy's Edge walking around with everything open around 5 if not before that so they did open really early which uh, for the people who wanted to show up around 6 I can understand how that was a little upsetting but I was able to get in and the line for the Falcon was a 120 minute wait uh, for the Smuggler's Run ride uh, I went straight to Doc Ondar's for the merchandise which is, I would say, the nicest place to get merchandise here at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, it, that's where the legacy lightsabers are. A lot of the uh, items that look like they could be used, uh, you know, on screen, like the Emperor's cane, Yoda's cane, the Emperor's robes, Leia's robes, a lot of the jewelry. Um, I picked up uh, Rose's resistance ring. I also picked up Rose's uh, pendant and they limit everybody to one item of singular items so you can't get two of anything um, i actually at first tried to get two of the asajj ventress sabers to connect them together because they go together and uh, originally they told me i wouldn't be able to do that um, even though they go together which was kind of dumb uh, i ended up going back a second time later and getting another one um, and that person uh, said that I could get two if I wanted to. So I think there's just a little bit of confusion with uh, some, of the, some of the employees here on if you're allowed to get two of something or not. Um, I think for the most part, this has been run very, very well, including the virtual queue. But uh, Doc Ondars, yeah, I picked up a bunch of great stuff at Doc Ondars. Um, like I said, 
that's where a lot of the legacy lightsabers are. Um, I picked up uh, Asajj Ventress, both the Ahsoka sabers with the blades. You can get a long one and a short one. Um, I'm having those shipped directly to my house from the park, the blades anyway. Um, I also picked up Rays. If you know me, I love uh, Ray. Um, I'm walking by the Falcon right now, actually. This thing is huge. This Falcon, it's awesome. There's a lot of open space over here, too. Even for it being open day, opening day, um, there's actually quite a bit of free motion around where the Falcon is, which is pretty cool. But yeah, so uh, the Doc Ondar store, highly recommend that. Um, after I was at Doc Ondar's, I, I'm lost walking around here. I didn't know where I was going. So I went to Docking Bay 7, which is sort of like a, a quick service food restaurant. Um, I went there and I have to say the food is phenomenal. Um, I got uh, something that was called like uh, Bright Suns or Morning Suns or something like that. And it was, it was great. It was like a sausage-based dish with some, looks like vegetables or fruit um, and like a cinnamon roll thing, which was absolutely incredible. And just the atmosphere in there was, was really cool. Uh, after that, I sort of began my search for more merchandise. I went walking down the marketplace and went to a bunch of the stores in there. I was able to pick up the, uh, the Ray and Ahsoka dolls from the uh, Toydarian Toys area, which was a lot of fun. I also went to um, the Droid Depot and picked up uh, the Black Series pack they have there. Um, there's a bunch of resistance sort of kiosks in one section of the park, so I picked up some of those items including the Resistance Black Series pack, and then also went to the First Order store and picked up the Black Series pack there. And the, the park is sort of split up into a couple parts. Like, you have an area where the Resistance mostly hangs out in, so you'll see Ray and Chewbacca over in those areas uh, with, like, the T-70 X-Wing and the A-Wing ships sort of in the area. And... Uh, then you have the first order section where Kylo and the first order vehicles and the first order stormtroopers and some Imperial officers will hang out. I'm sorry, first order officers. And they'll just kind of hang out over there, do like small shows and things like that. And it's really cool. I mean, they're very interactive with the people walking around to the employees here. Uh, all the guests are referred to as travelers. So anytime uh, a guest is referring to you, they'll refer to you as a traveler, which is really cool. Keeps up the, the ambiance and, uh, you know, the feel that this is a, a trading post on the edge of the Star Wars galaxy. And, you know, that really adds to the experience. I think Ray was walking around and I asked to get a picture with her and she seemed to be on a mission and she was walking uh, at a brisk pace and she said, well, why don't you follow me? And I was like, okay. And um, she was like, there was some first order, there was a first order presence over there, so I wanted to get out of the way. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty cool. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, they keep everything up uh, as far as uh, being in world and in character, of course. Uh, Vi Marathi 
was also roaming around. Uh, she's a character uh, that was from the Star Wars Black Spire book, Galaxy's Edge Black Spire by Delilah Dawson that we are actually doing this month for our Star Wars book club book. And uh, she keeps up the act that she is a spy for the resistance walking around on Black Spire Outpost. Um, and so she was really cool to see. Uh, so a lot of really cool interactions and encounters just walking around. Even just looking around at the environment, you can see moisture evaporators and crashed ships and debris and rubble and you know this Black Spire outpost is meant to be like the ruins of uh, an ancient civilization, an ancient city. So I think it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool how everything looks dirty and grimy and 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 uh, you know beat up a little bit. So uh, it was mostly a day for merchandise for me. I picked up pretty much everything I need, including. You know, like the, the Coke, Diet Coke, and Sprite bottles, which I'll have to ship back since we're not allowed to bring them uh, through security anymore for the airport. I did go to the Ronto Roasters, and I had a phenomenal meal there. I got the Ronto Wrap, which was like a sausage wrap with, I don't know what else was in it, but it was delicious. Um, and I got the Tatooine Sons beverage and you can watch some of the videos on Twin Sons uh, our Facebook page Twin Sons Outpost uh, we have some live videos on there but yeah I walked through the marketplace again and uh, actually throughout the day in the middle of the day I ended up um, leaving the park um, I had so many things that I had sent to the front of the park and I was like if I add any more to that pile there's no way I'm gonna be able to carry it back and I kid you not, I had so many bags, they had to put it in a giant bag and I had to literally throw it over my, my shoulder like Santa Claus with his bag of presents to get onto the Disney shuttle back to my hotel. So I'm glad I didn't add any more to that. Um, just picking up stuff for myself and a few friends, it just got really, really packed. So I ended up leaving the park and going back to my hotel, dropping that stuff off and charging my phone and stuff. Um, and then I decided that I was going to go back to the park and I was worried because they said if the park is at capacity you will not be able to get in unless you have a reservation for something and my reservation is tonight for Olga's Cantina at 8.40 p.m. and that was a while from now so I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to get in but at my hotel I signed up to be in the virtual queue which I was told was not supposed to be a thing. You had to be on property to sign up in the virtual queue, but I got it to work at my hotel. So I was essentially in line while I was at my hotel and getting my shuttle on my way back here. So just for future reference, if this is something that you guys are gonna be doing um, and end up needing to leave the park, I would highly recommend trying to get into the virtual queue prior to even showing up at the park. By the time I got back to the park, it was five minutes before I was ready to enter. So I have not had to wait really to get in too much. So it is busy and it is at capacity, but people are coming and going. So I think they're doing a good job regulating the wait times. So that's not something that I would be too worried about if it's 
you know, if it's not too bad today on opening day, it shouldn't be too bad moving forward. So we'll see what it's like the rest of the weekend. One other thing I noticed about this place is that they do a very good job with all of the tall spires and buildings and ships that they really make it look like this is the only place here. You can't see any other attractions. Uh, if you hear people screaming, it's because Kylo Ren and some First Order Stormtroopers are right in front of me. They're squaring off with some people, so it looks pretty cool. But yeah, it's, it's a definitely a park and an area that uh, feels very much its own thing. Like I said, you can't see any other attractions or anything like that. You, you pretty much very feel like you're very much feel like you're in world. Um, I did go to the milk stand today and I got the blue milk and green milk. I would have to say that the blue milk is my favorite out of the two. Uh, they taste very similar and no, they are not actually milk. They are sort of like slushies and you did have the option to get one of each. But if you wanted to get one of the souvenir cups that they have or souvenir bottles for your milk, that was a limit of one per person. Um, same thing with you know, the crystals. If you wanted to get the crystals at Doc Ondar's, you could only get one of each color per visit you went. So I went there twice today and was able to get two red crystals. Um, I haven't opened them at all yet, so hopefully I get uh, a black one. I know they've done their best to try to uh, fix the problem where people were able to shine it to the light and spot black crystals, so we'll see. But I'm very excited to open those crystals and see what's inside and start using them in lightsabers and holocrons. I did get a Sith and Jedi holocron, which I'm very excited to explore what those are about. I got Hera's Calicori as well, which is pretty cool from Doc Ondar's. Um, so there's a lot to do. Uh, I did go on the Falcon ride, the Smuggler's Run. Um, I was originally waiting in this big long line and then I was told about the single rider line. Uh, so single rider line has some good things and some bad things, some pluses and negatives. I would say that the plus is that you don't have to wait as long and you get to go in right away. Um, I probably waited 15 minutes in the single rider line for uh, Smuggler's Run. So that was great. The negatives, you do not get to choose your, your assignment. So there's pilots, gunners, and engineers. Pilots get to sit in the two front seats and pull the light speed lever. One pilot controls left and right, the other one up and down. And then the gunners are constantly shooting the TIE fighters and things. The engineers uh, just push buttons on the side. If your ship gets damaged, then the engineers will push buttons uh, to either the left or right, depending on which side you're sitting on. And uh, that will fix the, the Falcon and uh, continue on your journey. So um, I would say if you wanted to be a pilot or a gunner, that going in the single rider line is not what I would do if I were you. Um, it's just there's a lot you know, other things to do as, as a pilot. Um, so if you want to be a pilot, don't go through the single rider line. The other thing I would say too that's a negative about the single rider line is that you miss out on all the really cool things in the queue. Um, I did not see the fully animatronic uh, Honda Onaka 
today uh, going through the single rider line. So I would recommend that if you want to see that, that you do go through uh, the regular line if that's something that uh, you feel is worth the wait. But the ride itself was great. Uh, lasted a few minutes long, um, very, very well done. Um, and even, you know, getting to walk through the Falcon to get to your, your spot was pretty great. Uh, you did get to go to the, the Jaracolo chess area, get your picture taken, even if you are a single rider. Um, so no problems with that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's mostly, mostly been my day. I would say for the first day, I was able to get a lot done. Oh, there was uh, one thing about this place, and I'm sure many of you who are fans have heard this. There is nothing that says Galaxy's Edge in Galaxy's Edge. If you want merchandise that actually has that text on it, Galaxy's Edge, you're going to have to go outside of the Star Wars land area. Um, you can actually get some of that merchandise at least here at Disney World, you can get it at uh, a place called Once Upon a Time, and that's where they had all of the uh, opening day merchandise, like hats and t-shirts, uh, pins. There was less than a hundred of the uh, big metal pins with the Falcon on it when I went there this afternoon. So there was less than a hundred left, so I'm sure by now those are gone. Uh, but they did have a lot of other event merchandise, like blind boxes for the pins um, that stuff you were able to get more of uh, I was able to get 10 of those I didn't buy all 10 but I got I got a couple and then they had the Disney Parks exclusive Hondo Onaka for the launch of Galaxy's Edge here um, and I was able to get two of those I was with a few other people too so uh, I actually left with four of them all together so I don't know if that was just because I had other people with me or what but they let me get four so um, a lot of merchandise, uh, especially if you're you know, a collector, I would highly recommend Doc Ondars for sure. Doc Ondars is, is not something to miss. Um, so like I said, tonight I will be, I have a reservation for Oga's Cantina. So hopefully you guys saw that uh, or will have seen that video of uh, you know, what the cantina has to offer. I do have a few other days with cantina reservations um, so looking forward to ex experiencing a few different dishes and a few of the different drinks i also tomorrow morning will be doing savvy's workshop where i will be building my own lightsaber so i'll have a full uh, discussion for that come for the next uh, segment which i'll do tomorrow for day two so there's a lot to do right now like i said i'm just walking around enjoying all the, the sights and sounds of Batu, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow, so stay tuned for more. And welcome back to Galaxy's Edge. This is day two, and I'm just looking at Ray and Chewbacca right now coming out. They're right by the A-Wing coming. It looks like they might be doing something. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. They're waving. I don't know where they're going. They're separating. Ray is not going the same way as Chewbacca. Um, anyway, day two of Galaxy's Edge here in Orlando, Florida at Walt Disney World. And this is the second day of operation. Things seem to be going a lot smoother very short well I don't know about very short but a lot shorter wait times for the Falcon ride there have not been any virtual queues to get into the land itself today 
So uh, definitely things seem to be going a lot smoother. Not that it didn't go smoothly yesterday, it just uh, seems to be going a lot quicker today. So just as a recap and uh, a couple of added things, yesterday it was extremely fun. I got into the cantina in the evening last night and uh, they were limiting you to two drinks, whether that be alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverages, just to keep people moving in and out um, to give everybody that experience. So um, like I said, two beverages and that equated to about 45 minutes per visit at Olga's Cantina. Uh, you didn't need reservations necessarily uh, at certain points throughout the day. They were allowing walk-ups in which you just have to wait in, um, you just have to wait in line, quickly provide your name and then they will call you. Um, I'm a party of one, so it's relatively easy for me to get into them, to get in there as a walk-up. Last night I did stand at one of the uh, tables uh, with a few other people, other travelers as they refer to them as, and uh, this morning, which is day two, I ended up uh, getting to go in uh, around as a, as a late breakfast and um, picked up the final souvenir cup I needed, which was the Porg, the Cliff Dweller beverage, uh, which was non-alcoholic, and I also got the... Um, Mustafar lava cake, which is sort of like a, or yeah, Mustafar lava roll. Mustafar lava roll, and that's kind of like a uh, cinnamon roll type thing, which was very good. Um, it does get a little crowded in there, especially when you're trying to cut with a fork and knife uh, at the bar area uh, with people next to you. But what's interesting about the cantina is that when it is your turn, when you are called, you are ushered to an exact spot whether that be a spot along the bar that you're standing or one of the tables that you stand at or even a seat, uh, you are ushered to an exact spot by the uh, uh, Batu sort of employees. So uh, you don't get to pick where you go. Um, I will say that there's a lot of energy in Olga's Cantina. DJ Rex, I believe his name is, he uh, keeps the party going. He's got different music and the bartenders and workers are um, very, very uh, engaging and uh, they'll be doing some dances and, and having a good time. So I highly recommend going to uh, Olga's Cantina if you get the opportunity to do that. Um, I've been in there twice so far. I do have reservations for tonight. So uh, with that two drink limit, I haven't had nearly uh, all the drinks that they have to offer or all the food. Um, they have some sort of jello thing which looks really cool. It's something called Batu Bits. So I'm not sure what that is. I think it's sort of like a snack food. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun and uh, like I said, I highly recommend it. In addition to the cantina, this morning I also went to Savvy's workshop and built a lightsaber which was incredibly fun. I showed up about 30 minutes before my scheduled uh, reservation time and they told me to come back about five minutes prior to my time so uh, about five minutes prior to your time you can check in uh, at that point you get to select what type of lightsaber you're going to be making um, i believe it's uh, like protection and justice power and strength elemental in nature and um, i believe there's uh, like one more i think there's four different ones that you can choose from um, 
So then you pay and then you get uh, sort of your blue ticket that you take in with you uh, and you get a pin that matches the type of lightsaber that you're going to construct. Uh, basically for every single part of your lightsaber um, you get two options um, and uh, you know I don't know all the names of every single part of the lightsaber but the pommel, the grips, the emitter, you get two different options uh, within your chosen uh, type of saber which is really cool. Um, I did not take any videos of this uh, really that I'm going to share. Uh, I want you guys to enjoy that for your for your own. Um, I will say for me it was a very moving experience being a Star Wars fan for two and a half decades. You know I think it's uh, something that you should see on your own and, and get that full experience. Um, but I will say I, I came close to having some tears. It's, it's just a, a phenomenal experience. You do get to pick your crystal which is great. Uh, the color. Um, and then of course you can go to Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities to pick out other crystal colors and use those colors to change the color of your lightsaber. And I'm looking at Ray right now, walking by herself. She just waved and smiled at me. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome how they just have characters walking around. Yesterday, actually, I was sitting on a rock and uh, posting something on my phone, and all of a sudden, I, my backpack gets slapped, and I'm wearing a, a Rebel backpack with a Rebel insignia. And um, I, I was so confused at first why someone was hitting my backpack. And all of a sudden, I look up and it was Ray. And Ray says, I appreciate your support of the resistance, but you might want to keep that hidden because there are first order stormtroopers in the area. So I was like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would, that would not be good, you know. So uh, it, it's really cool. They're in character. Um, and it was, you know, they're, they're very interactive and very engaging. So I think that was, that's, it's a pretty awesome experience uh, when that stuff happens. Um, they do interact quite a bit. I also saw Vi Marathi. She got caught by some First Order Stormtroopers. Um, and it's kind of interesting how some of the other travelers will try to hide her from the Stormtroopers. Um, you know, stepping in between the Stormtroopers and Vi. Uh, because they know that she's a spy so uh, it's really cool to, to kind of see the fans interacting and the travelers interacting with the characters uh, that was thunder I don't know if you heard that um, but it does look like there might be a storm over black uh, spire outpost coming up soon but yes yeah, so cantina phenomenal experience highly recommend that and uh, Savvy's workshop, definitely a great one to do. Uh, if given the opportunity, I would make reservations. I do believe these are available for reservations uh, through the Disney Parks app or online. I know that uh, a lot of the times, time slots have been, have been uh, selected, but um, I did not make my time slots for neither the, um, the cantina or the lightsaber building until the week before. Just be consistent with uh, checking back because people will cancel their reservations for whatever reason. And that was thunder, I'm sure you heard that. Um, so it's still dry here, but it's looking like it might start to rain. I might try to head towards the marketplace, which is actually covered. Um, so I'm gonna work my way there. Uh, but yeah, so great experiences. Um, I did also 
go on the Falcon ride and this time I did wait through the normal entrance instead of going through the single rider line uh, which I I would prefer to do that from now on there's so much more of an experience going through the actual queue you get to see Hondo and his droids uh, you know Hondo I'm sure you, a lot of you have heard about the animatronics involved in that character uh, they they don't downplay that at all that is phenomenal I mean it's it's absolutely incredible watching that thing move and speak and and uh, you know be mobile and, and animated so it's it's pretty cool so if you're in the area I definitely recommend waiting through that queue especially uh, even if you are a, a single rider um, I also this time got to not necessarily pick my position but I wasn't stuck with the engineer that a lot of the single riders get so this time I was a gunner and it was my job to essentially just keep the firing button held down uh, you could push it repeatedly or just hold it down and it'll essentially do the same thing Wow and um, it uh, fires and you shoot TIE fighters and everything so I won't spoil the, spoil the actual story of what the ride does or what the mission is uh, you can do that for yourself but uh, it's definitely pretty fun so fingers crossed that one of these days I will get to be the pilot and make the jump to hyperspace um, it looks like a pretty fun job to do uh, but again I'm gonna have to go through the the main line uh, and the main queue to do that so um, yeah I mean it's it's been a great time here at Batu so far at Black Spire Outpost and again I will have more from day three come tomorrow Hello and bright suns from Batu on Black Spire Outpost. Eric Pfeiffer here with the Twin Suns Outpost podcast walking through uh, Black Spire Outpost. And this is day three, which is Saturday, the third day of open and the second day that there has not been any, any online queue waitings. Um, I did see uh, the first order sort of character show that they have. It's pretty quick, um, but it happens at the Thai Echelon in sort of the first order area of the park. And uh, it contains a first, uh, first order officer that uh, is escorted by two first order stormtroopers. And they're talking about how the day is won and the resistance has been defeated. And then Kylo comes down from the hatch of the first order Thai Echelon and basically says that there's a spy roaming around Black Spire Outpost and it's their job to find the spy and then Kylo takes a couple First Order Stormtroopers and wanders around Black Spire Outpost looking for Vi Marathi and it's Vi's job to sort of escape um, and get away. I did see her get caught once and she was sort of escorted behind sort of like the uh, one of the areas um, and it's probably just used for a break. It's very hot today on Batu, and uh, there's a, a decent amount of people today. Um, it is Labor Day weekend, uh, but we are expecting a hurricane coming up soon in a couple days, so um, I think that might have scared a, uh, a few people away, uh, but it still is considerably busier than yesterday. Doesn't seem to have affected wait times too much. I feel like they're doing a, a phenomenal job with the wait times um, as compared to the first day where uh, I think people were still getting used to the way that it was going to run. 
I'm approaching the Falcon right now, so that's what that sound was. Um, but it's been pretty good. It's about 5 o'clock here right now, local time. And I'm coming up on the Falcon. I'm going to see what the wait time is for that. And uh, speaking of the Falcon, I did get to finally be the pilot. Um, there's three different jobs, pilot, engineer, and gunner. Um, oh, there's some first order troopers right here. So it looks like 105 minutes right now for uh, the Falcon ride, the smuggler's run, which really isn't bad, you know, considering some people were like, oh yeah, it's like three, four hours. No, it's, you know, it's Saturday over Labor Day weekend. It's, it's 105 minutes, which is not bad at all. I've also been able to get into the cantina without reservations a few times. Um, so that's pretty good. I'll talk a little bit about some of the food and beverages that I had uh, today. I also have another cantina appointment coming up, so I'll be able to try a couple more things. So back to talking about the Falcon um, and the Falcon ride. So I finally got to be the pilot today, like I said, and um, it was, uh, I was actually assigned to be a gunner and the kid, there was a kid that was assigned to be a pilot and he didn't want to be the pilot. He would rather be a gunner, which by the way, for gunners, I was told, and I don't know if this is true or not, if you sit down and right away push manual control, there's a button you can push to do manual. Apparently that means that you can then push a few different buttons to fire and uh, the button, different buttons will light up for firing instead of just repeatedly pushing one button or holding that one button down, which I think is pretty good. But, uh, so I got the gunner and I traded this kid to be the pilot and like I said, for the pilots, uh, there are two different pilots and the one of them, the, the right pilot or the co-pilot, is the pilot does, that does the, uh, the up and down movement, um, but it's inverted. So up is down and down is up. Um, and that pilot also pulls the lever for the hyper, uh, for light speed. So that's pretty cool. And that was the pilot that I got to be, uh, Chewbacca's seat essentially. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then the other pilot seat, you do left and right and do boosting and other things like that, um, which is pretty cool. I think the left, or the, the co-pilot, Chewbacca seat, which is the right pilot, I think that job is probably the most fun um, that I've done. You get to push a button that takes off, make the jump to light speed. It's just uh, such a cool experience to be the pilot, and I highly recommend doing that. Either way, it's fun. I've been in situations where uh, we've done really well as a team. Uh, I've also been in situations where, like this afternoon, we had a kid who kept screaming and yelling and crying to his mom that he didn't want to go to outer space. I don't want to go to outer space. So him and his mom actually left the ride, and we did the ride with two people short. Um, so obviously, we're going to not do as well. Um, and then of course you have some people that don't know what they're doing and just flying into things and everything, which is fine. Uh, but sometimes it's good scores, sometimes not so much. You just kind of have to work as a team to get everything done. But it's been a lot of fun. Um, today will probably be my last day of broadcasting. Uh, we did uh, three days of broadcasting here and I think at this point I've done almost everything that you can do. Um, I have not built a droid yet, but I think my wallet would probably swallow me up uh, and punch me in the face, kick me in the, the gut a couple times if I actually paid to do that right now. But I did go into the Droid Depot the other day and watch a few people build theirs, which looks really cool. You can also get personality chips for those, and that will determine how your droid interacts with other things throughout the park. So if it sees Kylo Ren, 
if you have a first order personality chip, uh, that will make the droid excited or happy or uh, stand at attention. If you have a resistance uh, personality chip, that means the droid will get scared or uh, make worried noises or things like that. So um, it's a very interactive park. Uh, I did start using the app again today and the app is, is great. Uh, you can, it's the Disney Play app. Um, you can scan crates, you can hack doors, you can do jobs for Hondo. It'll ask you where you are uh, located in the park. Um, you can also, what else can you do? Oh, you can translate Arobash things that are written uh, throughout the park. So, um, you know, there's no big signs over Doc Ondars that says Doc Ondars. It's just, you kind of have to know what it is. Um, you can ask people and, and things like that. You can kind of tell what stores like the Droid Depot and all that. It's got a droid on it and stuff. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, so translating can be kind of helpful and useful. Um, so I definitely recommend doing that. I think uh, just play around with the app, work, work some magic, um, and scan a bunch of different things. There's a lot of things to scan and hack throughout the park. Um, one last thing, separate from uh, Galaxy's Edge, I guess. Um, yesterday, I went into Launch Bay, which is another area of Disney's Hollywood Studios that contains Star Wars things. And I saw behind the counter that they had the Black Series 6-inch Sith Trooper, which was originally released as an exclusive at San Diego Comic-Con, but will be available come Force Friday, which is October 4th. Um, this figure was uh, no, is number 92 in the Black Series figure set, and I picked up two of them. Um, I posted something that they were there. Later that day, yesterday, I walked into Tatooine Traders, which is the store that you are sort of uh, funneled into after you ride Star Tours. And they had a whole bunch of them there as well. Today, I went back to get a couple more and they were gone. So apparently, I talked to one of the people there and apparently the um, one of the coordinators accidentally put them out early and so they were taken down. So some people like myself did get to walk away with uh, some Black Series Sith Trooper figures uh, a little over a month in advance, you know, so uh, just be aware. I did post that online the other day, so they are not here anymore. Um, we do have a bunch of videos on Twin Sons Outpost Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram pages, so make sure to check those out and continue to follow us for all your Star Wars news. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and this is Eric signing off from Black Spire Outpost. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Suns Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. I'll meet you at the rendezvous point on Pottery.
Thank you.